What's going on? It's 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 Quinn time. That was like seven it's. It's Quinn time. Everyone needs a little bit in their lives, I think. Indoors, outdoors, above ground, and below ground. I don't care if you're in a coffin or you're training the Pokemon coughing, K-O-F-F-I-N-G, or you are, you know, working in an underground heroin lab. I've been watching Ozark lately. I'm like seven episodes into the second season. So I've got some ideas. And for my own safety, that's all I can say. Okay? And don't ask me why. Don't ask me why. Um, my name's Quinn, and this is my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast. And wouldn't you know, in exactly, what, four weeks? <clears throat> Just under four weeks. Three weeks and six days. We'll be flying to Beantown. It's like a pilgrimage. It's really exciting. Uh, we've 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 teased it on the show, but we're we're flying out to Boston and renting a car and going for it from there. You can go anywhere I want except for Canada. So, but I can get close and get to the border and peer across. Um, maybe if I pay off a border agent in maple syrup, I could take a couple steps. TBD. <coughs> wow. TBD. Uh, this is a, this, this could practically be a whole new, a whole new show, Waking Up with Beantown. We're recording this at 7.30 a.m., which we don't normally do. I gotta tell you, the plan... <laughs> Love a good plan. The plan for today was to wake up at like 6 a.m., which I did. I We'll get to that in a second. Um, but wake up, head out to the lake because it's been such nice weather here. It's I mean, my apartment is toasty. I mean, I've got fans on. That's how nice it is. And we are September 27th today. Um, I was going to do a nice relaxing podcast outside from sunrise on the lake maybe even build a wooden raft and take it out there but it was going to be kind of a nice calming peaceful meditative state sort of deal and I think you all were going to like it I was you know maybe going to run like a five minute yoga thing followed by Yogi Berra quotes, and then some yogurt. Not a ton of Y-O-G words, but they tend to be good ones. Like, what other Y-O-G words are there? Yoga, yogurt, Yogi Berra. I don't know. Are those the only three? Someone with a linguist or semantics background 
That's not the word I was looking for. What's the name of the guy, the type of guy that Robert Langford is? Langford. Langford. In uh, the Dan Brown novels. A crypto, a seismologist, I think. Let's, let's, we got our second laptop of three right here in front of us for instant typing access. Wasn't that his name, Robert Langford? Maybe I am mixing it up. Da Vinci Code. Dan Brown. Mystery thriller, Robert Langdon. I was close. close. I missed it by like four letters. Okay. What is the deal here? What's his title? I don't stop. I don't. <laughs> you know, they're really giving me the business. I really wish you could just tell me what his deal is. <sighs> he studies like signs and symbols. I'm so upset by this that we're not continuing until we finish this. And I apologize for bringing the show to a halt. I am going to pause. That's how upset I am. Okay, semiotics. Close to semantics. Semiology. Semiotics. Not a word you often find yourself using, but hey, semiotics. S-E-M-I-O-T-I-C-S. You learn something new on the Beantown Podcast. You know, as a kid, your mom might take you somewhere, and she might say at the end of the day, hey, what's something you learned? And, you know, usually you just make something up. But now, instead of saying something crazy like, Jesus was black, you could say, I learned what semiology is. Or at least how to spell it. Because I, I recognize I haven't actually given the definition. But you know how to spell it. And in this ever-changing global industrialized automated workforce, spelling is really what it's all about. Don't let anyone tell you differently. Hmm. I'm very excited today because I just took a big bite out of my toaster treat, frosted brown sugar cinnamon. Oh, man. In case you're wondering, it's the Aldi brand of Pop-Tarts. Or you could say Kellogg's Pop-Tarts are the Kellogg brand of all these toaster treats. And I think that would be accurate. I went to Aldi yesterday for the first time since March. There's one, it's about a 15 to 20 minute walk for me. About a mile exactly. So it's not so bad. 
It's just there's another grocery store literally a block from my apartment that I usually go to. But I had some free time last night, and I was looking for some supper, but I wasn't looking to shell out big bucks. So when you're looking for massive quantities of food without digging too deep into your pocketbook... I should get a pocketbook. It's like a wallet, but more British. Um, I said, you know what? I haven't gone to this Aldi in a long time. Let me go down there. And while I'm there getting my giant-ass pizza, oops, FCC fine coming our way because we didn't mention that listener discretion is advised when you're listening to the Beantown Podcast. Number one, we'll occasionally use some language. Number two, the podcast is uh, objectively terrible. But I tell you what, man. You go down to Aldi, you can get a 16-inch pizza for five or six bucks. It's the steal of the century. And it's solid pizza, too. Like, we're not, it's not like winning any awards, but it gets the job done. And I tell you what, sometimes there's something nice about having pizza and not waking up the next morning like, all greasy and completely dehydrated. Now, granted, I woke up this morning, which was only 45 minutes ago. Oh, I mentioned I was going to... We're, we're interweaving stories here. It's a non-linear Beantown podcast. I woke up, looked at the clock. It was 6. And inside of my mind, maybe we could get a semiologist, seismologist to break this down. Who's someone that studies dreams? I think that's what I need. I woke up at 6, and I sat up, and I was just catching up on social media, whatever. And I was going to pull up a video to watch, and I looked down at my computer clock, and it said 7.05. Bump, bump, bump. Where did that hour of my life go? What happened? Something is off in the space-time continuum. I feel like an hour was stolen from me on my weekend, which is the worst because I had to work yesterday. So I already only have a one-day weekend, which is just one of my favorite things of all time. But um, back to Aldi. It's nice, you know, because sometimes you have pizza, and if it's, you know, it can be really good, but if it's chunky or thick or greasy... All of the above and high in sodium content. Which BT dubs, why does why does pizza have to be so high in sodium content? Like what is it from? Well you got pizza, you got dough, which has some salt in it, of course. You got cheese and you got sauce. I don't even put toppings on mine. So where does all this salt come from? We need to go undercover, I think, at a pizza parlor and figure out why pizza has such a high sodium content. Anyways, wake up this morning. Yeah, a little parched. Need to drink some water. But you don't feel like shit, if I can be frank. Which is just a good way to feel on your Sunday, you know? That's what I'm going for. So while I was at Aldi, I figure 
this would be a great opportunity to pick up another great treat. And those are toaster treats, of which I've had way too many in my life, but I haven't had any this year. And these things are like Pop-Tarts, but way better. And I don't know about you, but I think food just tastes better when you know you bought it at a great price. I can't eat food and enjoy myself when, you know, I spent a decent amount of money on it or more than I should have. I can do that. But when you're eating a 16-inch pizza and knowing that it only costs $5... Unless it's 7-Eleven, because that's just the worst pizza of all time. But otherwise, you just feel good about yourself. I love a good steal. Whether you're shopping at Aldi, or you're playing for the Dodgers, pinch running, or you're shoplifting at Aldi, I love a good steal or you're Randy Bryce and your background is in steel. Iron Stash. There's a little throwback for you. I tell you what, you know, Paul Ryan called it quits. Just after, what was that, just after the Randy Bryce election? What do you think that guy's doing? Either or, Randy Bryce or Paul Ryan. You know, Paul Ryan teaches a class at Notre Dame and Amy Comey Barrett. Who's going to be the next Supreme Court Justice? Uh, is a also teaches at Notre Dame. Maybe they know each other. Could they be having a Christian affair? Janesville to South Bend, long distance. Who knows? What's very exciting is to get because Paul Ryan drives from Janesville to South Bend. Probably not right now, but in normal non-pandemic conditions, he makes that drive. Once or twice a week. He has to go through Chicago. Maybe I could intercept him. Like if I was playing defense for the Montreal Alouettes and Mark Tressman. Former Bears coaching legend whose daughter, Chloe, was semi-famous at DePaul when I was there. Along with Sophie Pence. I really went to school with royalty and Joe Keery. So if you're keeping track, all the people Quinn went to college with and definitely knew on a very close personal level, Sophie Pence, daughter of, well, you know, Chloe Tressman, big, big name in Chicago sports, and Joe Keery. And that kid from the the second part of Moonlight, which I forgot his name, which makes sense because we're such close friends. We know each other pretty well. What is his name? I'll look it up after. We can't afford another Robert Langdon situation on the Beantown podcast. Um, But, man, being in Aldi... Last night, really just, well, it brings back the memories. It also, like, I not, not an overwhelming amount, but I know some people, richer people, people who are more well-to-do historically, 
who just think Aldi is the shit. And the only reason they think it's a shit, this is like the most elite thing of all time. The only reason they think it's a shit is because the prices are lower, because it's more affordable. But I tell you what, I don't know if we've really talked about it on the Beantown podcast before, but that Aldi model is fantastic. I don't mind bringing my own bags and waiting in line a little bit longer to check out for those prices, man. That is good stuff. You buy a ball. I even just in my grocery store around here, my little local place, prices are about average for a big city. I can I can manage it. Better than freaking Whole Foods and Jewel Osco. But you go down to the Aldi and it's just like a glimpse of what life could be if I was willing to walk a mile every time I wanted groceries. Which there have been times in my life where I have. You know, when I um, when I lived on Fullerton Ave, I would walk down to the Aldi on Clybourne, and that was about a mile. Every time I wanted groceries. That's when I had a lot of toaster treats. Heck of a year eating treats. Um, but this got me thinking, you know, even though the temps in Chicago here are still quite warm you know what are what are the ingredients of a great fall weekend cozying up at home because i was thinking about this last night i was just sitting here on my couch by myself watching tv in fact i gotta go i gotta go look at the the synopsis s-i-n-o-p-s-i-s shares a similar uh suffix to hypnosis they both got that gnosis thing going on synopsis maybe not gnosis just sis something to do with sisters i suppose um i fell asleep watching my my uh, episode of ozark last night so i gotta go back and see what happened you won't believe what jason bateman and michael Sarah did this time they should have just cast Michael Sarah to be his kid on that show. That would have worked out just fine. Noah, is that his name? That kid is just fine. I guess I like him better than Charlotte. We're not going to do a deep dive into Ozark on today's episode because I know a lot of my listeners haven't seen it. But in the show, Michael Bluth has two kids, uh, Charlotte and Noah. And Charlotte is just like she doesn't do anything. Granted, they don't give her anything to do, but she's just kind of there. Like, she's not an interesting character, and I don't particularly find the actress portraying her to be a strong actress. She's just kind of there. But then her little brother, who's like 12, is also just kind of there and doesn't really get to do much related or relevant to the actual happenings, but is also just, like, kind of creeping. Very interested in guns. Set He sets up his own shell corporations. Just, uh, you know, not quite sure what, uh, what he's doing. Anyways, uh, we're going to be... In the second half, I'm going to be setting the stage for uh, what a nice fall cozy day could look like for you. 
In case you need any tips, tutorials, or walkthroughs, you know, I should start my own YouTube channel and just call them walkthroughs, W-O-K-T-H-R-O-U-G-H-S. And it could just be a whole bunch of fun recipes you can make in your walk. If you have any recipe ideas, email us, beantownpodcast at yahoo.com. Again, that's beantown, B-A-N-D, podcast at yahoo.com. And we'd love to get it started. Knowing me, it'd be the sort of thing where I make like two videos. They get seven views apiece and uh, another failed project. But let's, uh, let's read from uh, our, or let's hear from our sponsors today. And then we'll dig into the second half. Uh, Home Pride, Oregon, are you tired? Mm, good start here. This is why we don't record before 5 p.m. Are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth, all because you couldn't find a reliable home inspector in time? Well, Oregon listeners, i got good news for you. Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend, Oregon is Central Oregon's hottest new home inspection provider with inspection services, including things like heating, cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Home Pride Oregon is both contractor certified and home inspection certified, so you know that you're getting the good stuff all the time, every time. If you're tired of big real estate angle hold on the home inspection market and you want a safe certified home inspector that you can trust, you have to call Steve at 541-410-0316 or you can visit homeprideoregon.com. Again, that's 541-410-0316 or just visit homeprideoregon.com. Home Pride Oregon inspection perfection. Shout out to the Samson Q2U series. It's good whether you're talking about Aldi or wherever you shop, okay? But I'm telling you, those prices at Aldi are clutch. You can walk in there and walk out an absolute king having spent only like $40. Buy a whole bunch of canned shrimp. All right, Grandma Sal, there's your ticket. You don't got to wait for it to go on sale at the HEB. Um, but the Samson QTU series, it's got it all. It covers a lot of ground, like me when I was playing defense for the Montreal Alouettes, dating Chloe Trespin. That was the life when I was on top of the world. And all those famous actors I knew, including the guy from, I was about to say, Twilight. No, that's Kellen Lutz, um, Moonlight, whose name I still is escaping me. Although I did actually, obviously I don't know him, but I did actually see him in a play while I was there. Now we're just going to pull up the cast name. Cast names. Uh, Ashton Sanders, that's right. Quality stuff. Um... From uh, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, to Numbers, Deuteronomy, all the way down to Jude and Revelation. Has anyone ever read Jude? I think it's pretty short. Anything good in there? Let us know. Uh, if so. If not, that's okay. I'm not going to read it. When God speaks, he uses a Samson. Last one here. Cuts by Q. Bob and Weave, we all know the hairstyle and we all love it, but how many Chicago-based independent barbers can actually give it to you the way you deserve? Enter Cuts by Q. It's like Enter Sandman, only different. Cuts by Q has been independently owned and operated. Um, let's see. Since uh, what year was I born? 1995. And it's probably one of the better barbershop operations serving Chicago, Cook County, Northwest Indiana, and the greater Chicagoland area, including 
This counts as Northwest Indiana, I think. Lowell, Indiana, Papa's Mini Donuts. We talked about them. We had a whole show dedicated to them. They're posting on social media at like 3 a.m. Papa's time, which is the same thing as Eastern time. But because I wake up in the morning and I'll scroll through Facebook for two or three minutes. And, well, lately I've been waking up at like 5 a.m. and doing some of this action. You'll see two hours ago on Facebook, Papa's makes their post. We're open today, yada, 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 which is like 3 or 4 a.m. Eastern time. And I was telling this to my brother Walt yesterday on a run. Either they've got something automatic set up or Papa is not sleeping well. And he's an older man, so it would be nice if he was sleeping well. I feel for Papa. What you got to do is go support local business. Maybe we could get a Papa's ad read. Something to, something to stew on in the future. I love using stew as a verb. Um, where were we? Boy. Oh, uh, from beehives to bangs, faux hawks to flat tops and everything in between. You have to call cuts by Q at 815-298-7200. Struggling to talk today. Or you can email cutsbyq at yahoo.com. Again, that's cuts. Q-U-T-Z by Q at Yahoo.com. All right. Sing it in unison like hands across America here. Oh, when you need a fresh do, something snappy and new, just call the experts at Cuts by Q. Cuts by Q and Kellen Lutz. What if we got Kellen Lutz to do the ad read for Cuts by Q? We call it Lutz for Cuts. Someone ought to reach out on Twitter. Not from our account because we have like 30 followers and he'll think it's spam. But from someone's account. Hey, if, you, if you're listening, you have more than 75 followers on Twitter. DM us. I'll send you $5 if you can successfully get us in contact with Callan Lutz from Twilight to do the ad reads. In which case, I can introduce him Introducing cuts by Q and say, "Now here is Lutz for cuts." I, I that's a gold mine idea. This is why I get paid the big bucks on this show. I love a good side hustle. Okay, welcome to part two of the program. Shorter part, I promise, because um, I got to go to the grocery store before fam chat. Got to get my ingredients for jambalaya. What do we put in there? Well, you got brown rice. Got to have brown rice. I've been making my rice in the slow cooker. I haven't been doing this for very long, maybe a month, two months. I love it. Bold new strategy. It's just, it's easier. You can monitor it when it's, you know, when it's done, it's done. You don't have to worry about like stovetop sticking or burning the bottom or maybe you made it too watery or not and you're always worried like what if I take the top off the lid what if I take the lid off the pot and it's not quite ready yet and I let all this steam out and there goes my cooking process you make it in the slow cooker I'm I'm serious rice or barley what is what I've been doing, like 
Minnesota long grain, brown rice, hulled or unhulled barley, whatever you're putting in there. Three and a half hours, three to three and a half hours on high. Just monitor it. It works like a charm. But we got, uh, my, my jambalaya is a Midwestern hearty, wholesome take. This isn't this isn't your, your Cajun Creole grandmother's recipe, right? None of that shrimp, canned, fresh, or otherwise. Um, I put, obviously, rice. For meats lately, I've just been doing um, chicken and andouille. Works pretty well. And then uh, veggies is where it really soars. S-O-A-R-S, soars. It we do a lot, and you you might cringe, but I need this thing to last the whole week. We're doing so the ones you have to have: tomatoes, celery, onions, and uh, bell peppers. But I like to I like to kick it up a notch with uh, some body. Who killed Mister Body? Still TBD. I've never actually finished Clue the movie, so I still don't know who did it. Maybe it was all of them. Is that the twist? Is it that they is that they they all killed Mr. Body? I don't know. I'm going to go look it up after this cuz I actually don't know the answer to that. Um but in addition to those base veggies, we're we're also throwing in uh some carrots. Controversial one here might be zucchini. I think I mentioned celery, right? That's one of the ones you have to have. Um, and then I'll usually throw some like either some peas, corn, or both in there, because those are kind of just veggies that are like not really going to do anything, not going to make it really any more healthy or less healthy, but it'll just add some body to it, which is what you're trying to do when you're trying to stretch it out for four to five nights. And then uh, a lot of hot sauce. Just you want to make sure that you're getting. Uh, you know, get your no- getting your nose running, and then otherwise, you know, some Cajun spice, but it's pretty simple. I don't do anything too exotic, but it tastes good. Anyways, what we were, how did we get to jambalaya? Oh, I'm going to the grocery store. Oh, that'll be an adventure. Um, but what I wanted to say, fall. Cozy setups. So there's no better time of the year to get cozy than the fall. And here's what I recommend. So first you're going to want a nice couch. If you bought it, that's okay. But I find that I feel better about myself having gotten it for free on Craigslist, which is what I'm sitting on right now. In fact, I am lying. Prostrate. Great word. On my couch, recording the podcast on a Sunday morning. Toaster treats ready to go. I really wanted to eat all of them, but I realized if I did it on air, it was going to be a disaster. More so than shows where we're not eating, uh, which is hard to do. But get your couch going. You're going to want to assess your blanket situation. I myself am in great shape. I got my go-to Archmere Academy blanket from Delaware. I got a massive cup blanket, which we only whip out when we really need to cozy up. But I've also got a blanket from Grandma Sal, which is pretty old at this point, but still solid. I have a heated blanket, 
when things get real cold. I've got a Yoda blanket that I won for winning Star Wars trivia that's literally about two feet long. That's really more good for, like, a cape of sorts. And then I have this long, uh, big, long kind of flannel-looking thing that I think I got from my mom from Christmas that I've never really used, but it's huge, and it's very warm. So I guess if I'm, if I'm ever, like, camping, which I don't want to do because I don't like to camp, but if I ever was camping, I would whip it out. So you're going to, my point is, you're going to want a strong blanket game. Make sure you get some good pillows that goes without going saying. Without saying, going saying. That's not how it goes. Um, okay, what else do you want? Well, toaster treats. I think we've established that. Fall candles. Very important, especially if you can get some fun scented ones. I've got an assortment here. Right now, burning, I have pumpkin spice. Over on the ledge, we've got something else. Caramel pecan, maybe. And then Macintosh apple. And then mold something. Uh, mold apple, something like that. Mold, M-U-L-L-E-D. I don't really know what it means to mull something. I know what it means to mull something over. But if you gave me an apple and you said, mull this, I don't even know where I would start. I love when you go to the, you know, Chris Kindle Mart and you get some mulled spiced apple cider or wine. That's the good stuff. But I don't really know what it is. It's just like warmed up and added like a cinnamon stick to it. Is that what mold means? Heat and add cinnamon? Ugh. We need to get our holiday expert on this show. Um, this is optional, but I found it helps. I have a little statue out of Mother Mary that I found on the street in Baltimore one time in a wheelchair next to my Blu-ray copy of Zootopia, which is on my uh, bookshelf over there. She's just kind of nice. I, the way I've positioned the candle is that the candle sits directly in front of the Mother Mary statue, which is, what, probably seven or eight, seven or eight inches tall. So she has a nice, omnipotent, effervescent glow about her, which I think is really nice to have. Um, otherwise, in addition to your mold candle, having a mold beverage is nice. I haven't had anything mold in a while, and right now I just have tap water. So I'm not, I'm not maximizing my coziness meter right now, but that doesn't mean you don't have to. And then you're going to want some good listening, either some nice, smooth piano jazz, or turn on your favorite episode of the Beantown Podcast. We have 142 for you to choose from, I think, 141 or 142, plus eight specials. So I lost track of how much content that is in terms of time, but that's got to be a solid, like couple weeks, right, worth of recording time. So you're, you could be cozy for a while. And last but not least, fuzzy socks, those are good to have too. Otherwise, that's the, that's the basic recipe for feeling nice and cozy in the fall. Now, if you want to, you know, really 
kick it up, make it even more fall. You could make some fun arts and crafts. Like you could do that thing where you trace your hand and make a turkey out of it on some cardstock. I might have to do that later. That's pretty fun. Need some different colors though. Um, but you know, these are just my suggestions. Hey, what do you like to do to get cozy for fall? Let us know. Tweet at us at BeantownCast. And, you know, talk to us about the Kellen Lutz thing, too. Uh, or you can email us, BeantownPodcastYahoo.com. Again, Beantown, Podcast at Yahoo.com. Let us know how you like to get cozy for fall. You can also post on Instagram, tag us at Q.QueenD to show us how you like to get cozy. All right? I tell you what I'm going to do now. I'm going to eat my toaster treats, and I'm going to research Colin Lutz, see how accessible he is. You know, we got a big week uh, coming up here. We have our first presidential election on Tuesday night, moderated by Chris Wallace, and then I think SNL returns a week from last night, which I'm very pumped for because you know that debate's going to be killer because it's going to be freaking Alec Baldwin versus Jim Carrey on stage. Like, comedy gold. I am very excited. Anyways, that's what we got for you. Go shop at Aldi. Get some toaster treats. Thank us later. And literally buy one of everything else in the store and still walk out of there with a bill under $100. And thank us later or now, whichever. Um... Otherwise, that's what we got for you today. So we're going to queue up some music here. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for all your support. We are almost three years now through the Beantown Podcast, which is hard to believe. But that's just the way it is. And I know what you're thinking. Wow, he's going to transition. He's now going to play some Bruce Hornsby to, to play us out. No, I'm not. Because we'd get sued. And I could play it. I could play a cover on the piano, but it's all the way over there. So... And my toaster treats are all the way right here. So that's pretty much the deciding factor. That's what we got for you today. Thanks for tuning in. Another week older, another week older. Uh, Stay safe, stay sane, and we're going to check in on you next time. Bye.